This episode of Ask WYE is brought to you by the X3 Bar. To take your physical health to the next level at a fraction of the time, head over to x3bar.com. And remember, for 10% off, use the affiliate code MOTORCOP at checkout. And now, on with Ask WYE. HMMC. You're listening to the WYE Radio Network. Today on Ask WYE Radio, David wants to know about mental health resources. podcast that responds to all emergencies on and off the job. And now here are your hosts, Motor Cop and the Happy Medic. How can emergency services better respond to mental health emergencies? I'm particularly keen to know if your agencies have set up any programs or recruited any specialist staff for this purpose. I'm David from Hampshire, England. Hey, David, great question. And, and sorry, guys, in advance, it is pouring rain like crazy here at the WYE radio studios. And, uh, you know, this this studio wasn't really built for the rain. It was built mainly for those 100 degree days you've heard us talk about. But David, great question. Uh, hello. Good morning in the Hampshire, UK. How do we how do we respond to mental emergencies? You know, this is one of those things that EMS was never really designed for on the U.S. side anyway. And before I get too deep into this question, you may notice um, my co-host is missing motorcop from the motorcop mindset uh jason uh he made fto that big thing that he was planning for he got it he got the job so now he's off getting fitted apparently there's an FP- fto pin that they wear so he's getting fitted for the pin and this speak pipe came in uh david went to our website at wyradio.com went over on the right hand side he clicked the blue button with the microphone and he was able to send us this question david great question like i said ems was never really prepared to deal with mental uh health emergencies other than their employees, by the way, and I'm going to break my question or my answer out into two different parts. As a result, there are some departments and EMS agencies here in the States anyway, that are sending out, um, uh, caseworkers, mental health experts that can go out into the community and deal with some of these folks. But for the most part, uh, in, in my organization, the organizations I've worked with before, we're taking these folks to the psychiatric emergency services at the hospital and we're pretty much just letting them deal with it. We do have uh, in the U.S. and in, in my system chemical sedation that we can use on folks that are really having a, a psychotic issue. But I want to really focus on these folks that we get that there's there's no real emergency medical component or even a medical component. I would argue that you get a call and they're just they're just not having a good day. You know, it's one of those things we call it failure to thrive, and it doesn't really accurately reflect what a lot of these folks are going through you know we get there and they're not taking care of themselves they're not bathing there's not a lot of food in the house the place is dirty it's messed up they don't communicate with family and we we try to solve what we see you know we, we give them a bath we try to find somebody uh, maybe a neighbor or somebody at the local church that can go to the grocery store for them but we're not really treating what it was that got them to that point and are we doing them a disservice by leaving them behind? And I think that might be kind of the direction David was going with his question was, is there something more that emergency services can be doing for these folks? Absolutely. 100% we could be doing something more for them. And I'll tell you what that is, not taking them to the hospital, not taking everybody that has something wrong with them to the emergency department or to PES, to psychiatric emergency services. That's not the best place for them. So what do we do with these folks? 
what what is it that we can do in EMS, at least on the American side, for these folks that that again, I'm not talking about these crazed out of their minds, uh, bipolar off their meds, doing meth, you know, all that stuff. Those folks need to be in an emergency department. What do we do with these folks that are maybe kind of on the cusp? Maybe they're not healthy enough uh, with their mental health to, to hold down a regular job. Maybe they're living in mom's basement and mom's really not doing well. You know, I used to always talk about on the blog at happymedic.com about Bubba. Bubba was the 30-something-year-old, 40-something-year-old son of Bertha, uh, who lived upstairs, uh, who wasn't really doing so well, and Bubba never learned how to take care of himself. So what happens when the parents die and this adult, for lack of a better term, has to go and take care of themselves? They may not have the tools that they need to be able to be successful in society, and that can lead to depression, that can lead to other mental problems, and then something happens where a neighbor sees them, uh, you know, sitting in their underwear on the back porch, uh, smoking a cigar and says, that's not right. Call the cops. Cops call EMS. EMS shows up and well, shoot, maybe he is alert enough. Maybe he can, you know, tick all our boxes to be able to make good decisions about his care for the day. And he says, I'm not hurt. I'm not sick. I'm just, you know, just living life. What do we do with those folks? What can we do with those folks? I'd love to be able to refer them somewhere, you know, Hey, uh, I'm going to make a phone call and Dr. Johnson is going to follow up with you tomorrow. Maybe come by, uh, talk to you for a little bit. Maybe you can go into the office. You know, there's a, a free shuttle that'll come and pick you up. That would be an amazing resource to be able to have in EMS. I'll tell you, being able to get these folks to what they actually need, not to the emergency department. And a lot of that night, I say it on the show all the time and on the web and on the internet all the time. But until we get for-profit transport out of EMS, nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change, guys. Uh, in San Francisco, we had sobering centers that were receiving facilities. We could take somebody to a sobering center if we were able to check all our boxes and, oh, they're only intoxicated. That was a great resource, but we also weren't billing for that. We had a lot of other billables to fall back on, plus we're municipal service. We don't necessarily need to have that profit rolling in to keep ourselves profitable. And in case you're saying, Justin, there's nothing wrong with charging people for going to the hospital. Um, when was the last time you called the fire department and they gave you a bill? When's the last time you called the police because your car was broken into and they gave you a bill? This is one of those just services we should be providing. But I don't want to go too deep into that on this show. I want to stick with this question about mental health. I do want to steer clear uh, and, and not clear, but steer in another direction real quick and talk about... Dave, David, Dave, you're not one of those that, that if I call you Dave, you're like, no, 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 David, David. I know you wanted to talk about what resources are available for first responders to use for our patients, but I also want to swing back around and talk about resources that may be available for the providers. There is a ridiculous number of suicides in the three disciplines of first responders, not, not even to bring in military into it. More of our brothers and sisters out on the front line took their own lives last year in 2018 than lives were taken from them. And you really got to think about that. Anybody that's wearing a blue line flag uh, hat or a red line flag jacket, anything like that, and talking about, we honor our dead, you know, we, we really stuck up for them and, and we remember them. What are you doing to make sure there's less of them? If your brother or sister on the job commits suicide... Are you going to honor their legacy in the department? Or are we going to try to do something to reach out so that the next person doesn't reach that point? 
What is that point? It's always taboo to talk about mental health. Why? Nobody wants to be crazy. I get it. But sometimes there's a mental emergency going on in your life, in your world, maybe just in your mind. Maybe it's just the way you're interpreting things. I'm no expert. You need to get out there and talk to somebody. What can you do? I don't know. It really depends on what your employer has available. The best thing to do is just make a phone call to HR anonymously and just, hey, I had a question about what mental health resources we have available. You know, you can say I'm an employee with the fire department and I was just wanted to know, is there any free counseling I can do? Uh, maybe your department's like mine and we have a stress unit, a group of people that get together and are specially trained. I, I like to think of them as professional listeners. These folks will sit you down and talk you through things. When I had a good friend of mine at the airport who died one morning, he was a police officer, and we responded to a report of officer down and it was him, Stu Mulver. And we were doing CPR on my friend and we were trying to intubate my friend and we tried to take my friend to the hospital and we couldn't get his pulses back. And I was trying to do as much as I could for my brothers in blue, the police officers who were dealing with losing their coworker, their friend. At the same time, I was trying to deal with it. So I had to figure out, am I going to need to take care of myself first or take care of them first? And I decided to take care of them first. When we got back to the firehouse after that call, the police and the fire department stress unit and chaplains were waiting for me. That is an organization that understands what their people are going through. Maybe you don't have Maybe you're like the department I used to work in where we got three stations and eight people on duty every day. That department probably isn't going to have access to a stress unit or, or a chaplain on call, but I guarantee you somebody knows somebody you can talk to. And that's the really important thing, guys. You have to get this stuff out. You have to be able to get your feelings out. You know, people talk about, oh, the, you know, if you don't laugh about the things we see, then you're, you're, it's going to eat you alive. No, that's not it at all. You can have a morbid sense of humor. If you've ever listened to, to WYE radio or the crossover show, you know, MC and I are second to none at morbid humor and bad, inappropriate jokes, but that's not our defense mechanism. That's just who we are as people. What you guys don't hear is after MC and I have a bad run, and we just talk to each other on the phone or Facebook message back and forth or, hey, man, I'm really going to need a beer tomorrow. And it's not about, quote unquote, drowning our sorrows or trying to get the beer to make the pain go away. It's to make this social interaction of, hey, man, I am not in a good place mentally and I just need to talk to somebody about it. That is the easiest thing in the world. And my inbox is always open. Thehappymedic at gmail.com. If you just want to just just get something off your chest, something that's been bothering you, or you have a question about, hey, does it get better? Or I think I'm on the cusp. What can I do? Where can I go? I can be your sounding board. I can be that ear that listens to you scream and get all that stuff out. But at the same time, you have to understand that everybody else around you is fighting a battle you don't know about. We've heard this a number of times. I'm sure that's on a t-shirt somewhere. Everyone around you is fighting a battle that you know nothing about. Everyone is broken. No one is perfect. That guy at work that, that's got it all dialed in, I guarantee you he doesn't. That girl at the PD, the one that just made sergeant? No. Nobody's perfect, guys. So going back to David's original question, what resources do we have? I would say we need to start focusing on ourselves first, guys. And we, you could say we're beating a dead horse about it, but 
if we are not healthy, if we are not going out and making good decisions that impact ourselves and our community, what are we even doing? If you could give me, hey, Justin, uh, we got this new policy going on where you're going to be able to actually refer people that are just having issues with mental health to a clinic that's open 24 hours a day and they'll never refuse anyone and we'll even send a, a specially trained Uber driver to come and pick them up. That's awesome. But if you don't offer me something, if you don't give me as the paramedic responding an outlet to make sure that I am mentally and physically healthy to deal with these people, what's the point? Now, David, I will say that when I was over in the UK, riding along with Mark Glencourse, man, it's like we said on the uh, previous show, 10 years ago, this November was the Chronicles of EMS. When I went over there, it, it was like the, the clouds parted, like Monty Python, the clouds part and, and God comes in it's like, hey, you there, you can do whatever you want. Mark had so many more resources on that rapid response car than I did. I didn't even know what to do. I was so locked into this American model of, well, you called us and if we don't transport, we don't get paid. So why don't you climb in and uh, we'll just, I know your foot hurts, but you know, what else are we going to do? You're going to the emergency department. Mark was able to put these folks in the rapid response car, buckle them in and take them to their doctor's office. Why? Because their doctors are in their community. Their clinics are in their community. I don't have to drive past four Blue Cross Blue Shield uh, and Aetna facilities to get them to a Kaiser facility where they're probably still going to have to pay for it. See, it's not going to work the same. It's like apples and cucumbers, you know, apples and oranges are at least both fruits. What is, is a cucumber a fruit? What's the whole thing? The seeds on the inside? What's it? Somebody out there in internet land, drop me a note. Let me know what it is. In fact, get over on SpeakPipe at wyeradio.com. Let me know the difference between uh, fruits and vegetables because I, I really don't know. I really don't. So, David, I hope that answers your question. And again, guys, sorry for the noise in the background. It is pouring rain. In fact, uh, halfway through this episode earlier, we had a complete power outage for a number of hours. And I jumped back in to finish the show. I hope we can finish it before the power goes out. But I'm going to get the uh, HM Juniors on here in a, uh, an episode very soon and talk to you guys about what they did when the power went out. Because as soon as the power went out, their training kicked in. They started gathering candles. They went to the dining room table. They started looking at turning things off. And well, we'll go into more details about that. So again, thank you, David, for a wonderful question. If you would like to be a part of Ask WYE Radio, again, go to WYERadio.com. Click on the blue microphone button on the right-hand side of the homepage. That'll open up the app SpeakPipe. You'll be able to record a 90-second voicemail to us right there on your computer your tablet or your phone. No need to record an MP3, figure out how to compress it and send it out to us. The app does it all for you. We get in an email as an audio file. We listen to it. We laugh mercilessly or we say, man, that's a really good topic. And there's a good chance we'll get you on the show. So until next time, again, congratulations to our good buddy Motor Cop who made his FTO and he's coming off the bike to make the world a better place. And he, he might need some of that mental health counseling if he's not on the bike crushing souls anymore. But uh, we'll see what we can do. So until next time, this is Justin Shore, the Happy Medic, saying thanks for listening to Ask WYE Radio. Cheers.